The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey sis, welcome back to Girl Goodnight. I'm Return of Lamac, and every Sunday you can relax to binaural beats while I read you a melanated bedtime story. Join the Girl Goodnight gang. You can find us on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. All links will be in the episode description. Complete the form linked in our bio to be featured on the show and share your thoughts and opinions in the Girl Goodnight Land Facebook group. Help your friends sleep in melanated peace. Girls, share the show and show us some love with the five-star rating and review. Our journals make the perfect addition to the show. View them and all of our merch on Etsy, link in description. Tonight, we'll be reading L, written by author Camille. To learn more about author Camille, check out the Blackberry series. All links to keep up with author Camille and shop her collection will be available in the episode description. On last week's episode, Corinne tells Cherry to leave Carson's new girl alone and she beats Carson's ass. Now, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and sleep in melanated peace. Episode 41. There's my baby. Mama pulls me into her arms and squeezes me tightly. Hey, Mama. I return her hug and then hug my daddy. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Corey. You just missed Cherry Pop and the boys. I know. She texted me while I was getting out of the car. We sit and I frown at them. I'm so mad at y'all. Daddy laughs and Mama just shakes her head. What? My mama loves to put on that innocent act. I can't believe you're only staying one night. You spent a whole week in Texas. Yeah, and we're ready to go home. You need to bring Cherry and the boys, mama starts and daddy finishes, and come to visit. It's been too long. They've been married over 40 years and they have a tendency to finish each other's sentences a lot. Yeah, I know. I lean back on the couch and close my eyes look tired daddy says you getting enough rest I nod yeah it's just this night shift is wearing me out I'll be glad when everyone is done taking their vacations this summer and we can get back to our regular schedules well it won't be long it's almost time daddy says and mama takes it up for school to start so true I glance at my watch I have to get going if I'm gonna make it across town and be on time Well, I guess I'll see you old folks next time. Who you? Mama begins, then daddy ends, calling old. We all giggle as mama gently pinches my arm and we get to our feet. And I want to know all about this man. Mama holds my eyes and I know that Cherry has opened her big mouth. Lorenzo. Daddy says the name like it's a foreign language. 
Well, if you stay another night, I'll bring him by tomorrow and we can take you to lunch. Uh-huh, Daddy laughs. She tried it, didn't she? Mama joins him and I can't help but chuckle. She did, I shrug. Get out of here and get to work before you're late. We say goodbyes and I close the door. I walk down the hall thinking about Lorenzo. I want to call him, but I know he's working and I don't want to interrupt. As if my mind conjures him, I pass a hallway and see him step outside of a hotel room with a scantily clad woman. He's holding both of her hands and looking down at her. Neither of them sees me in my shock and disgust. I almost stumble, but I catch myself and hide around the corner. Creeping back, I peep around and see him kiss her on the forehead before putting his suit jacket on. She's smiling and nodding at something he's saying. I don't dare wait around any longer. I fly down the hall with tears burning and blurring my vision. I jab the elevator button until it opens. I hop on and jab the closed door button harder until it's in motion. I blindly make my way to my car and drive straight home. I text Tamika when I get there and tell her I'll be late. My stomach is in knots. How did this happen? What did I miss? No, wait. I didn't miss anything. I chose this. I decided to forego the rules and the obviousness of our fuckable, not marryable situation. I forgot to be realistic. I allowed myself to imagine that Lorenzo and I could make it, that he was different, that I was different. It takes me a while to pull myself together, and when I'm done, I feel more like a complete idiot than I did before. Tamika is depending on me. I need to suck it up and get through tonight. I'll deal with Lorenzo's snake ass tomorrow. Episode 43. The days pass too slow for me. Everything I do takes too much effort. I'm so hurt. I'm so pissed. How can he do that to me? Why did he do that to me? And then have the nerve to come by my house with that innocent look on his face pretending that I'm crazy. I had to break it off. I refuse to be stupid again. Tears form in my eyes and I blink them back and clear the saltiness away in my throat. It's been a week since I caught him at the hotel, and I should be handling this better, but I just can't move past it. It doesn't help matters that Taylor has been coming by constantly. I was honest with him and explained that I was not ready for anything serious and may never be. Thank God we didn't sleep together. That would have been a nightmare. He assures me that he's fine with us just being friends. He senses that something more is up and keeps repeating that he wants to be here for me, but I really want to be left alone. Did you hear me? Huh? Taylor is standing over me holding a glass of iced tea. His expression tells me he wants to say something, but instead he just shakes his head. Are you sure you don't want to tell me what's going on? Maybe I can help. No, it's nothing. I'll be fine. I brought you something. He hands me the tea. He's been in my kitchen again. I don't know how many times I need to explain to him that I'm capable of taking care of myself and I don't need him coddling me. I take the glass and sit it on a coaster on the coffee table. I don't want tea. I want Lorenzo. The thought is enough to steal my breath. Taylor sits next to me and pushes his glasses up. My parents have a cabin in Vermont. Why don't you and I take the boys one weekend just to get away? Not another nigga whose parents have a cabin. The last time I visited a cabin, I went with one child and left with two. No thanks. No, 
Now that school has started, the boys need to be here. Taylor looks disappointed but covers it with a smile. I understand. Well, why don't we go over to Memphis and spend the day? I'm so close to screaming. All I want to do right now while the boys are in the backyard is lay down on this sofa and bawl about all the unfairness. I'll think about it, okay? That's all I ask. Here. He picks up the glass. Drink your tea. I'll get you something to eat. When I put the glass to my mouth, he jumps up and goes in the kitchen. I might be in the midst of a funk, but I'm not stupid and I'm not comfortable with him being here like this. What's up with the fucking tea? I look in the glass to see if there's anything floating around and I don't see anything. I put the glass on the table. I'm not drinking that shit. I get up and head to the kitchen to tell Taylor it's time for him to bounce. I don't want him cooking me anything to eat. I just want him to go. Mama! Julia screams from the back door. Come look at this! The smile on his face is so vibrant that I forget Taylor and head to the backyard. Episode 45. It's been two months and I'm still hurting over Lorenzo's betrayal. As much as I want to get over this shit and move on with life, the pain is still there. It stings when I least expect it. This morning, as I was taking my shower, I burst into tears. I'm angrier with myself than I am with him. I've had my heart broken before and I know what it feels like. I can't believe I left myself open and signed up to go through this shit again. Now I have to go in here and face not only Miss Rosie and Mr. Floyd, but Carson has seen fit to hang around long enough to see me when I pick up the boys. Jacob and Julius come barreling out of the house and attack me as I step out of the car. Hey, mama! Julius exclaims when I lean down and give his cheek a big kiss. I missed you guys, I say, and reach for Jacob. He avoids my kiss and I laugh because he knows I'm onto him in these big boy antics. Carson is standing on the front porch as we approach and he's looking at me weirdly. Fuck is wrong with him? I'm so sick of men. I shouldn't have been chasing lust. I should have put a lock on shit and kept my black ass in the house until I was completely and totally numb to anything that resembled a relationship. The entire 30 minutes or so that it takes me to speak to Carson's parents and thank them for keeping the boys after school, Carson stands across the room watching me. I don't know what's up with him. He makes it his business to walk out with us. He sends the boys ahead to the car once we're halfway there. I guess you're really serious about this nigga, huh? His words are so full of hatred that I'm at a loss. I stand there staring at him confused. You're having his baby. It takes my mind a minute to register what Carson has said. I start laughing. What? Shaking his head, he looks away and I swear there are tears in his eyes. Is he serious right now? I can't believe that you're pregnant. Do they know? He's suddenly calmer and I'm starting to worry that Carson might be on that shit, y'all. His mood swings are worse than a woman going through the change. I'm not pregnant, Carson. And even if I was, it's none of your business. Fuck if you're not. I know you, Corinne. I know your body. He's mad again, leaning down to look at me. We were pregnant three times and have two kids. I know what you look like when you're pregnant. He looks at my breast and my breath catches in my throat. 
He licks his lip before looking me in the eye. You're having his baby. There's so much pain in his voice. For a moment, I almost want to comfort him. Then I wake up. Pregnant? No, I can't be. I'll admit that my breasts have been a little tender, but I should be getting ready to start my period soon. And yeah, my clothes have been fitting a little tighter, but that's only because my big ass has been drowning my sorrows in Bluebell Homestyle Vanilla mixed with cold coffee. Besides, I can't be pregnant. The last time I had sex was with... My whole world shifts and I reach out to grab Carson's arm to steady myself. You didn't know? He's surprised as he grabs me to hold me up. Fuck, Corey. He tries to pull me into him, but I step away and gather my bearings. My emotions are in overdrive. I can't think about this right now. I have to get home. I need to be alone so I can mentally work this out. A baby? The miscarriage left me with only one ovary, reducing my chances of getting pregnant again. Could I really be? I gotta go. Carson yells for me to wait and my feet speed up. Once I'm home, I pick up the phone to call Cherry, but think better of it. I can't call anyone until I know for sure. I'll take a test tomorrow at work. I'll have Tamika run blood work on me. That way, I don't have to worry about false positives on a stick. I got absolutely no sleep last night. No matter how hard I tried, I just could not turn my mind off. I've never been so relieved to drop my kids off at school. As soon as they were out of the car, I switched off the radio. I'm too scared to pray. Part of me wants to rest in the fact that there is no way I could actually be, and the other part of me is jumping for joy at the idea. As soon as I clock in, I grab Tamika and pull her into an empty exam room. I need a favor. Anything, she has a concerned expression. Thank God for true friends. I think I might be pregnant. Tamika's mouth falls open. Whoa, how the hell did that happen? You been tricking and not telling me? I slash my hand through the air to cut her off. I'm all fucked up right now, sis. Just do the test and we can work through all the details. Fifteen minutes later, I'm staring at the truth. I'm pregnant. And Lorenzo is the father. Fuck my life. Episode 47. One month later. I'm running late again. Damn it. And I got up super early. But once again, life happened. Some idiots don't understand that the yield sign to merge onto I-630 means stop if another vehicle is approaching. It doesn't give you a right away. It also didn't help that it was raining. I swear people in Arkansas cannot drive when anything is falling out of the sky, including water. I make it to my locker and manage to unload my purse and lunch bag before Tamika rushes through the door in a panic. Her head swivels this way and that before falling on me, which gives me pause. Tamika never panics. Ever. She has the coolest head I've ever seen. It's one of the things I admire most about her. But now she looks so distraught, I reach for my friend. What's happened? I ask in a quiet, soothing tone while putting a hand on her arm. I need you in ER, room three. Tamika's voice is monotone. She's checked out. 
It happens to the best of us. Every day we stitch and mend and poke and prod in an attempt to save lives. Hands covered in so much blood, some of it is hard to wash off. And every now and then you come across something that sticks to your soul. She needs a moment. There's no judgment here. So I give her a hug and rush to prepare myself for whatever is waiting for me in room three. When I arrive on the hallway with the emergency exam rooms, I see two police officers outside room three. There are a few other officers scattered around the hallway, keeping watch over whoever or whatever is inside. My guess is that it's a suspect for something bad, real bad. I don't think I've ever seen so many cops here at once. I give the officers at the door a smile and show them my badge. One of them nods and moves to let me by as the other holds the door open for me. The patient is being held down by three orderlies. The legs and sides of the shoes tells me it's a man. He is growling and writhing in pain, and I see why. There's blood everywhere. From the doctor's yells, I make out that the patient has a gunshot wound to his shoulder that has nicked the main artery. He's demanding vitals and blood. I fall in line helping where I can. Minutes pass by quickly as we rush to save this man's life. On our table, it doesn't matter what he's done or what he's accused of doing. The only thing that matters is he rolled in here and we need to make sure he walks out, handcuffed or not. I look up and see Tamika ease back in. She's been crying. Her eyes are red and swollen. She goes straight to the patient and whispers to him. She tells the doctor that the OR is ready for him. I hear her and the patient laughing softly. Now her distress makes sense. She knows him. The doctor orders me to administer the pain medication, and as soon as I push the needle into the injection port, I feel someone jerk my scrub top. I spin around to see who's trying to get my attention. I lock eyes with the patient. My knees buckle. Oh my God. Lorenzo. Are you still up? Girl, good night. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.